So for this episode, I want to start off by saying that I'm a Christian. Uh, Let there be no mistake about that. I've been a Christian all my life. I've been saved since I was like seven years old. Um, All my life, I've been a Christian. I am a lay minister at my church. I've served in ministry for going on 19, 20 years now. Um, So let there be no mistake uh, about uh, where my religious affiliation stands. Having said that, let me uh, say that I am a firm believer in the separation of church and state. I don't think the government should have any part in what goes on in the church. And more importantly, for purposes of the conversation that or the uh, statement that I'm making today, more importantly, I don't think the church should have any role in government. And I think that a lot of what's going on in our country today, a lot of what's going on in our political arena today is a direct result of the blurring of the line. And at this point, really the obliteration of the line between separation of church and state. Now you can do your own research on this. I've done mine, uh, as far back as the 1960s and maybe even further back than that, we've had issues with the uh, church becoming involved with state and it's caused problems. There's never an issue or never a time rather that this hasn't caused problems in America. Um, And then in the 50s and 60s, we saw the rise of the evangelical um, um, sect or, or group um, being directly involved in politics. And it's been, so we, we've seen several political candidates who have, have been strongly backed and supported by these, be these evangelical Christian groups. And it goes all the way up to up to the day. The QAnon movement that's caused so many issues with uh, the support of Donald Trump and and all this other stuff that's going on. The QAnon movement is 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 claims to be a Christian movement. A lot of what's going on with them, they're 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 saying that God has ordained that Donald Trump was going to be the Messiah and save everybody from these lizard people who ate babies or whatever the hell it is that Christian, that, that the QAnon movement says this week. Um, it, it really it evolves with each passing day, but that's what the, the, the gist of it is. And so we've, we've seen this rise of these far right evangelical nut jobs <clears throat> And some of the stuff they say is incredibly, to me, terrifying. Um, I've heard everything from, you know, the, the standard QAnon, Donald Trump is here to save us all. And they talk about that guy like he's a messiah. And all the way up to, you know, the, the just, just the wildest right wing. They don't want government anymore. They think that um, the government should just be whoever God selects. And that is a problem in this country. This country was built on 
you know, obviously religious freedom. Um, and nobody has a problem with that. I, for one, don't have a problem with people having religious freedom. What I do have a problem with, though, is you having religious freedom, but then telling everyone else that they can't have religious freedom. And there are people out there who are saying these, some of these evangelicals who are involved in politics are out there saying that the, the, the United States was formed as a Christian nation, that it was, it was, it's supposed to be a Christian nation and whatever your opinion of that is, um, constitutionally, that's not a good thing. Now I've read through, uh, extensively on the separation of church and state. Um, it's more of a concept than a law. It's not a law in this country. It should be. Now there are laws that govern what a, um, religious, uh, affiliation or what a, a religious entity is allowed to donate or how they're allowed to support. You're typically not supposed to be able to stand in the pulpit and tell your congregation to vote for this person or that person. Although that stuff is going on. Um, the, uh, th there's no law that says this church shall be separated from the state. Now there, the, again, that the, the, the language of the Constitution um, basically says that the, 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 the government shall uh, establish no law respecting of a particular religion over another. So the government can't say that this is the religion of the United States. And that's basically what it says. And so the thought or the idea that this is a, a Christian nation or what's even scarier is that people are out there saying that this should be a Christian nation, that the law should be established, that the government <clears throat> of the United States is a Christian government and that no other religion is allowed. And that is absolutely 100% against what the constitution says. And so for these people, and if you're one of those people, I'm telling you, that think that the United States should be a one, a one religion government, that it should be a Christian government above all else, you're absolutely in the wrong. That's not what this country was built on. That's not what the Constitution was founded on. My interpretation of it is this. Yes, the, 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 the rule or the law or the, the, the constitutional uh, language, uh, yes, it, it, it says that... that that uh, the reason that this is established is so that the government can't be involved with the church. But my thing or my opinion is the reason it's established is so the church can't be involved with the government. These people came from the, from England. They came from a government that was 100% uh, uh, established by the church. And so the church held sway over what the government did 100%. So these people were the people by the people. I mean, the, the people who came to America and uh, colonized it and established their, the, the colonies and all that stuff. They were trying to uh, 
They were fleeing from a tyrannical government that was controlled by a particular sect of the church that was demonizing and making life miserable for any other religious sect. And so if you weren't this particular Protestant uh, religion, you were an outsider and you were a, an enemy of the government. And a lot of that stuff is going on today. A lot of that talk, at least, is going on today. And there's a lot more than just talk going on. If you go on and you listen to some of these these pastors, and I'm not talking about these, I'm not talking about uh, weirdos who, who, who you, you know, your David Koresh types who have uh, uh, cults of 35 people in Texas somewhere. I'm talking about mega pastors, people who, dudes who are people, because there's women too, who, um, who, who pastor huge congregations of, of 15, 20,000 people. And these people are saying that this should be a one religion government. I'm, I, listen, I got my problems with that. I got huge problems with that. And it's really scary what's going on when you look into what these people are doing. A lot of these, these, these whack jobs who are already in government, your, your, your Marjorie Taylor Greens and some of them, your Lauren, Lauren Boberts and some of those people, those people are part of this evangelical right wing Christian, uh, uh, group. And they are trying to position themselves to make themselves powerful within. And they're already doing it. A lot of this work has already been done, but there's a lot of work, a lot more work that's they're left to do. And so I don't think that there should be a, I think there should be a clear distinction and a clear separation of the church and the state. Now, what does that mean? That means no prayer in schools. Stop. Don't do it. You're not going to allow a Muslim kid to pray in school. Then you're not going to pray either. That means that um, <clears throat> means stop shoving your religion down everyone's throat whatever your religion may be um, it means a lot of things that people aren't ready to talk about or that people are very emotional and very fanatical about but but the, but 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 therein lies the problem. That's the issue when it when it all boils down to it. Is that 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 there's so much of deep emotion and a lot of craziness involved in people's particular religion. We got to keep it out of government. It's too much. And furthermore, to this, let's let's talk biblically here. I don't believe that Jesus. I don't believe that Jesus Christ, I don't believe that any, any, uh, I don't believe that Jesus, let's, let's just go with Jesus. I don't believe that Jesus intended for the schools to teach our children about God. In fact, there are parts of the Bible where it even talks about how to teach your children about God and none of them involve sending them to some other person for some other person to teach them. It's always uh, if you look into it, it's always father to son, mother to daughter. It's always teach your children how to love and reverence 
their God. It's never about send them to a place where other people can teach them. It's never about that. And so to me, that's, that says it all right there. There's another part of the Bible in the new Testament. Jesus talks about that. Uh, some guy asked, uh, hands Jesus a coin and it's got, it's a coin. Uh, but it's got, I think Caesar's face on it. It's a Roman coin of some sort. Hands it to Jesus and said, okay, you, you say all things belong to God. What about this? And Jesus hands the coin back to him and says, here, give God, give to God what is God's and give to Caesar what is Caesar's. To me, that to me says it all. That to me says separation of church and state. You let the state handle the state and God will handle everything else. And said, Jesus was never a political leader. And I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to go into a sermon here, but Jesus was never a political leader. He never wanted to be a political leader. The Jews wanted him to be a political leader, but Jesus was never a political leader. And having said that, what's going on today, and I think a lot of what's happened with this Donald Trump stuff is that these evangelicals are desperate for a political leader. They have been desperate for it for a long time. They got on board with, with Nixon in the 60s and the 70s. They got on board big time with with um, with Reagan in the 80s. My God. Reagan was really what started it all because Reagan, Reagan actively got in bed with these people. You think Donald Trump was the the, the first time that that sort of thing was happened that happened that a, a guy who had really no religious affiliation and didn't particularly care for the evangelical groups uh, did so for the political purposes. You know, got in bed with these guys for for political purposes. You can look no further than Reagan in the eighties. Reagan was not a religious guy. Reagan came from Hollywood. He was an actor. He didn't want to be even involved with those people. But the evangelicals came calling with their support and their money. And Reagan hopped on board whole hog. And until then, <clears throat> excuse me, until then, you hadn't seen that sort of thing. And then, of course, we roll into, you know, <clears throat> The, the the Bush years and and Bush Bush senior was not a big uh, not as big into it as Reagan was but he he kept the, you know he accepted their support and of course uh, George George W Bush was was a big time Christian uh, but he and he made no um, he made no bones about that fact and then you roll into the the, the Trump years and these guys are these guys have gone overboard. They've gone a, around the corner with whole, with the whole Trump thing. I really think that uh, a lot of the problems that are caused in America today are because of one, obviously, lack of good education, a severe lack of critical thinking, and a disdain for fundamental intelligence they they don't like people who are intelligent they call people who are intelligent elitists 
and claim that you they think that you're better than people and all this kind of stuff. And if you listen to a lot of these evangelical dudes talk, that's that's the language that they use. And so this all this stuff is kind of conflagrated in where into where we are today. These evangelicals actually don't like democracy. They don't want people going into booths and pulling curtains and pulling levers and and deciding their own fate. They want their they want fate decided by their god. Not anyone else's, of course, but theirs. They're not going to accept democracy. They're not going to accept the, the people of the land coming together and saying, this is what we want. They're going to decide it for us based on their religion and their God and what they have, what they want, basically. You've been listening to the Return of the Mac podcast. I'm Jay Mac, and I thank you so much for listening. I'm going to be updating new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays on Spotify. For, so you can keep your eyes open for that. Also, you can reach out to me on Facebook and on Twitter, my personal Facebook page right now. And then on Twitter, of course, at Return of the Mac podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.